0: All right, welcome back to TTU Radio. It's your girl, your favorite hostess, Jessica Ville. And today we're going to talk about love, lust, and perversion part two. Now, I really have to apologize to all my listeners. Originally, when I started TTU, it was to educate people on the things that the Lord taught me about the world. I feel like a lot of people feel left behind. They get discouraged when trials and tribulations hit their life and they have no explanation as to why they're going through what they're going through or even why certain things approach them and dock their doorstep. But when I realized that there is so much in this world that we don't understand and I realized that some things are noticeable, other things are not, I chose to become a voice to those who are in Need So today we're going to talk about a little deeper. We're going to go into depth of love, less and perversion in the warfare of there is. And the reason being is because a lot of people I know, I have been a witness. I've witnessed it. And a lot of people that I know, you know, or heard, right? Because we know TTU is a testimonial podcast, which means Either we went through it ourselves, somebody we know who we are close to have went through it, or it was something that we witnessed through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. And so we bring it here to TTU so people can grow and heal from things. I really want you guys to know that my heart go out to everyone, everyone who has suffered from the lack of understanding and feeling as if they were weak when God created us to be strong but you already know who it is. You already know. So don't go nowhere. Don't you hit that click. We'll be right back. All right. So we're going to jump right in. I want to go back. last episode, my daughter taught me, my spiritual daughter, she taught me a way that she learned to cope with society in the way that the world is today. She told me a way that she allowed herself to be able to still exist and coexist, right, with men or women or whatever, right, you know, just still exist in a world, in a world that is driven by what they see in the eyes. And The thing is this, it makes you uncomfortable when you're in a situation, especially when there's a lot of trauma behind it or insecurities. You know, there's many things, right, that we all go through as being living, breathing human beings. Um, But the thing is this, she learned a way to cope with it, right? Which means I can chill with you. I can hang out with you without feeling like, you know, (laughs) I got to rebuke you or feeling like I'm going to judge you. I can still exist with you. I just have to have my boundaries and my morals intact in a way that she, <laughs> we talked about it. I mean, it's just funny because I love the way that, you know, she, uh, express herself when it comes to complicated situations. I really, really think that she has, you know, really managed to cope very well. And, you know, she tells the guys, Hey, we can hang out, we can go out. But the minute you start, you know, acting like, you know, I owe you something or you want something from me, which we know it's so easy for men to be drawn to the eyes, you know, lusting, looking at people, wanting them, you know, for their appearance or whatever it is, right? Their their character, their heart. Um, singling out that one thing instead of looking at the bigger picture of compatibility, um, coexisting, um, honoring one another, respecting one another, right? She's, she grew to tell me, listen, I tell them now, I leave it at home. We can hang out. We're cool. But the minute that, you know, you start to Go down that aisle. I'm going to tell you why I ain't got it on me. So you already know this is not going to happen. And for me, it was something that helped me because I've been in situations where I had to really come to grips that I was a people pleaser. I was really being a people pleaser, but that had to stop. I had to be honest with myself. You know, am I trying to gain the approval of these people by putting my values my integrities and my morals on hold because this person doesn't seem to understand at the moment they don't get it at the moment that this is not what I'm into this is not what I'm trying to do this is not the life I'm trying to live this is not something I want in between us and our our relationship as coexisting. but a lot of us go mute We don't say anything. And it's because of the trauma that we've been through. We give the people what they want. Only to gain their approval. And I really feel like we have to bring that to a stop. And the reason being is because these are the parts of us that chips at us. It chips at our faith. It chips at our humanity. And we no longer want to be that good person anymore and I feel like when we learn to be honest and we learn to cope with these things we'll be better off we will we'll be better off and the reason why we'll be better off is because we'll then heal we'll become confident, we'll be filled in our cups we will be happy and at peace with ourselves inside and out but when there's a part of you inside that is chipping at Your humanity eating you away. You don't want to be nice no more. And then we let the devil in. And that is a deep, deep, deep black hole. We don't want to be nice anymore. We don't care anymore. We actually want to inflict error and harm on someone. Simply because nobody showed up for us. So when we speak about these things, we show up for ourselves. When we practice this and we make us protecting us and us showing up for ourselves in a normal way, normalizing that in our lifestyle, then we become more solid beings inside and out. And then we can be good to, to other people. Listen, I really had to understand even myself with having a history of homosexuality. I, I was only comfortable with women. And it was because I had to understand how uncomfortable I was around men. And I didn't know that. The Lord had to sit me down and help me understand that. Why my guard instantly is up around a man. Instantly it went up without me even knowing. And so I began to seek the attention from women. And I didn't have to ask for it. It just came. (laughs) And when it came... It accepted me. And so then I felt like I had a place of belonging. The thing is this. It's okay. God taught me that the reason why his children go down paths and processes is because God is concerned about the well-being of the person. His child. If you are a child of God and you operate from your heart space, God is more concerned about you feeling whole and not empty, then he is concerned about your sexuality. But it is something that God feels strongly about when it comes to homosexuality. And that's for another another episode. But first, he cares about the whole person, the, the, the greater being of the whole person. And secondly, he cares about his laws, his legislation, because there is a process that we must go through. And so for me, I began to be lustful with the women, everything about them. I loved because women are beautiful. We are some beautiful creatures, right? But then I began to fall deeply in that and idolize that. I began to idolize women. I began to idolize them, meaning I wasn't feeling a man at all. It was like, I was rebuking them, Like, you know how you put up the cross and people face like, stand back, stand back. Like that was me. That was me. But I mean, I had to be real. Was I judging them? At a point, I think I was judging them. If I could not consider you as a brother, somebody that I see equal as myself, meaning I already see your heart and I know that your heart is good, then I'll quickly call you my brother. Oh, that's my brother. That's my brother. But if you weren't my brother, you were a stranger. And if you wasn't homeless and in need of help and you were healthy with your own agendas, I just stood back from you. I I couldn't be around you, especially not alone. And so that's something the Lord had to help me understand in my transition of trying to at least walk upright before the Lord. And he had to help me understand that. And so, you know, the Bible tells us because we're, we're dwelling on love, lust, and perversion. And so far we've been covering lust and perversion and love. The episode about love is going to come up. Of course, I guess you understand this is more than one or two parts, right? I guess you get it now, right? But the thing is with lust, lust is seeking the attention of other people. And, it's, and and if you don't have their attention, then your life crashes. You're not happy. You feel incomplete and you become angry because you feel that your life isn't whole because you're not getting the attention of others. And, you know, that's a part of the process, right? We we love attention. We love to be around people. You know, it's the goodness of the land, humanity. We love to be around people. And there's nothing wrong with that. But TTU just helps you to be able to identify which emotions you are operating out of. So then you can take it into your own hands and say, you know what? I'm going to pull back from this. Oh, I'll keep going with this, but you know what? I'm going to make plans about how I'm going to come out of that. I'm going to make plans about putting up boundaries. I'm going to try to be around people that understand things I understand to help me grow so that I'm being fed and programmed the correct things that my soul needs. How many people does not acknowledge the fact that our souls, our very own Souls are crying out. I think we choose to shut off that acknowledgement because it's safe. Listen, we just getting started. We'll be right back. Don't you hit that click. We'll be right back. Okay, so... This is the thing. It's all fun and games until you get in a situation when you are no longer in control. And I say that because a lot of people suffer from masturbation. They suffer from molestation. They suffer from lust. They suffer from perversion. I realized it was a problem for myself when I began to look at women and I would imagine them without their clothes on. And yes, I'm speaking from a place of the past, but these things still go. It was when I had to be, they still go on. I'm sorry. It was when I had to be real with myself to understand something was wrong, you know, and a lot of people don't even feel comfortable with expressing this to other people because they don't want to feel judged. And TTU, we don't judge you. We help you. We help you understand and we hold your hand through the process. Because every person has a process. This is why they say trust the process. Everybody's process is different. But in the book of Matthews 5 and 28, the book of Matthews verse 5 and 28, it say, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And that's because when before we desire a thing, we got to see it first, right? Or we got to think on that thing. And the issue is when you decide to desire it, then it, it seeps to your heart, our soul. This is how, how things seep to our soul. First John chapter 2, verse 16, it says, "For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but it is from the world." And then we learn from the book of Genesis chapter two, verse seven, it says, God did not make a body and put a soul into it, like a letter into an envelope of dust. Rather, he formed man's body from the dust, which means we were made from dirt, right? Then by breathing divine breath into it, he made the body of dust live. You know, I, I, And it's a side note. I be, I know you can hear my hear my anxiety in my voice or my concern. My concern, right? I be tired of seeing people die. I don't, I don't like when people die because their soul feels empty inside. I don't like it when people have to go through continuous loss and sorrow. It ignited me to become a leader and to be a voice in a community, but it is something I'm still dealing with. Like I can't even scroll on social media and see that somebody passed. I can't even notice that and acknowledge it. I have to keep going. And then once I gather myself, I could come back and show my condolences, but it hurts. It hurts to see death, but it is a beautiful thing to see life. And so we understand from the book of Genesis chapter two, verse seven, you know, God talked about our body being made out of dirt. And this is why we are so prone and we clean to sin because our body is made out of dirt and guess what when we die our flesh goes back into the dirt and then it continues it continues yes we're inside of a casket but what happens after your bones deteriorate after years and years and years and those magnets eat at the body it eats at the body it eats at the flesh and then eventually the bones right and so We understand that we are prone to to flesh. We are prone to our flesh. And then we understand that our body is made up of three parts, which is mind, body, and soul. The mind is the place of programming, right? The mind is the eyes to the soul, right? The way we receive things in our soul is through our mind, is through our eyes, right? And so there was this young lady I saw who spoke about, um, you know, her, her, her nasty fetishes, right? And I say nasty because she was talking about defecating in somebody's hair and pooping on them and farting and all this stuff. And some people like that fetish, but there was um on WAGE, WAGE, Women Advocating for Gender Inequality by uh, activist um, Sheila Montague in Newark, New Jersey. She put on her recent episode on her show, WAGE, which is on YouTube and her Facebook She showed that lady speaking about, um, you know, her nasty fetishes, but she also showed a clip of that woman three years ago, crying out that she sold her soul to the devil. And the fact that she saw it wasn't fruitful for selling her soul to the devil. But now today she has come into agreement with that spirit. And now she's most popular in the social world for being nasty, right? Being, uh, promiscuous, and, um, you know, that's what that speaks to that place of feeling like, you know, do we have a belonging? Where do we belong? Where do we fit in? Where are we accepted at? Right. This is literally the issues of every person on the earth. And the problem is when we don't fix that. Right. When we don't fix that, we don't heal that empty space. Our children tend to pick up on our bad habits they pick up on our personalities they pick up on our unforgiveness our pain and so then that cycle continues in our bloodline and we really have to make it stop we have to heal the issues not talk about it not gossip about it but figure out how can we help heal the issues Because these unhealed issues, they linger over to death. And I'm talking spiritual death. I'm talking mental death, illnesses in our organs, and so forth. I've seen it. I am a witness. And so we have to understand that literally we live in a world where God created the heavens and the earth, right? He created the heavens and the earth but also in the universe is where evil is as well as goodness is that's why God created the heavens because in the universe it's nothing but darkness and we know the difference between white and dark is heaven and hell darkness is where the the devil hides at secrecy you know, scorning people, discouraging them, hurting them, rejecting them. God is in acceptance, right? Healing, transition, hope. You know, we have to realize the world we live in to understand why these things exist. But in the darkness, I've learned lust will swallow you up perversion will swallow you up this is why we spoke about it on last episode you know you end up calling and in, in, in being with people that you don't even desire to be with you're not compatible with you end up in bed with people that you know is not in your best interest and we continue to live our life this way telling ourselves through ego that this is our protection right and then what happens is the demons approach you they take on to you they give you thoughts oh yeah I could I could do this and nobody will never know about it I can have sex with this person nobody will never know about it I could touch this person nobody will never know about it when you give in to those actions yes these thoughts and urges is going to dock your doorstep because evil exists but what we are in agreement with shows what's who you are and what's in your soul, what's in your heart. And even if you've done it, my favorite motto is, it's not about what you did, it's about what you did to make it better. It's about because what you learned in that process. That's what it's about. But see, when we give into these things of these desires and our desires drive us, these desires become our idols. They become our idols. We worship them. You don't have to sit and think about something 24-7 in order to worship it. But if it comes along, it moves you. It, It identifies what you worship. It identifies what's in your heart. Too many young girls are being raped and molested. Too many young boys are being raped and molested because of perversion and lust. And the desires of a broken person who is unhealed. And then they grow up having challenges in their life they grow up sitting with a chip a show on their shoulder pride and arrogance because they never healed from that thing that nobody never knew about and even the people that did know about it did they show up to their rescue because then it goes that person starts to feel like nothing in this world is safe if nobody protected me then who's that they're gonna protect me now the brokenness It stops here. We are back. Listen, I say this. I can't change the world. I'm only one person. But I can start by being a voice to those who God allows me to speak into their lives. Those who do listen to me, those who do ask for advice from me, those who do consider my teachings. And the reason being is because I've learned from a place of testimony. I've learned from a place of being a witness of the miracles of God and our savior, Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus had to die for our sins. And I said to you guys once before that I always seen the good in people. And, and I always ask myself when someone does something bad to me or to others, my first instinct is, OK, well, what will make them do that thing? And the reason being is because people have not healed and they are broken. Right. And I know I sound like a broken record. I keep saying broken, broken, broken. But this is the truth. This is the truth. And this is why God had to send Jesus because when Jesus came, baby Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with us. When he came, he then made it possible for once you sin and once you do these hard dwelling things, right? Because it's hard of hearing, hard to see, hard to witness, right? Once you do these things that dwell upon the earth that is evil or wicked, if you believe in the Lord and allow him to cleanse you in a process of redemption. Redemption is when he take those things one by one and he cleans them. He helps you understand. He forgives you first. He helps you understand and then he teach you new ways so that you are no longer bound by those old ways. Can we give my Lord a praise? Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. And in the redemption process, You are healed. You become healed from all those things. It's not our fault to the things that happened to us while we got that way, but you can make a choice today to do different, to live different, to be different and to heal. Heal for real in my daughter's words, in my God daughter's words. And so Galatians tell us in chapter five, verse 16, it says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not, gratify the desires of the flesh. Our flesh be so strong. It'd be like I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But I gotta do it. <laughs> it do it be like I don't wanna do it. But I gotta do it because I have an urge to. This is what I usually do. This is all I know. Our flesh become so strong and it becomes stronger than our consciousness because consciously we already said we ain't going to do it consciously. We said we're going to grow and be stronger consciously says that I'm going to find a different way. That's better, but we don't. So Galatians 5 and 16 tell us that when we walk by the spirit, right? We walk by the things of God. We walk by our humanity Right, then we won't gravitate, we won't be bound, stuck in our flesh. Right, uh, listen, this is something that has become so familiar to us, it has become our resting place because it's the familiarity, it's what we're used to, and it's hard to break out of those ways. It is very hard. But I promise you, if you stay focused and you remain steadfast in God, you meditate on the scriptures, your spirit gets stronger and stronger every day against those things. Colossians 5 and 3, I'm sorry, Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, it says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. These things become stronger in us when we don't practice how to live righteous, when we don't reprogram our mind, when we don't reprogram our mind. One thing God taught me about the spirit of perversion, you know, first is attention, then is lust, right? But the thing about it is, when it gets to perversion, like when it gotten, has gotten bad, you've been in agreement with those desires for way too long. This is how a person begins to sell their soul. It's like when a person watched pornography, you're staring into the act, right? And at the same time, you're performing whatever you're doing on yourself. It's like you telling yourself the only way that I'm going to have a relief is if I do this thing, or when I do this thing, I'm happy. When I do this thing, I have no worries. When I do this thing, I don't need a person. We tell ourselves so many different things, but then we start to fear and question why we get bound by those things when it comes to a time when we no longer wanna do it, but we can't stop. It's because we done soul our soul by focusing on that thing and doing it so much. That now a demon attached itself to us. And so it's with us everywhere we go. And so we really have to learn how to renew our minds. Once you renew your mind, the programming. This is why for two and a half years, when God pulled up on me, (laughs) I stopped watching TV. I stopped listening to music. I stopped doing everything other than just studying the Bible because I no longer live for me. I have kids. And I was just trying to figure out a better way. Because when when God pulls up on you, you realize that at some some point somewhere you lost yourself. Some point somewhere you hit a corner that you can't even recall when it began or how it started other than tracking the pain that made you turn to that thing. The pain It seeps so deep in us. It puts us in a place of unforgiveness. And then for some people, they take that very same pain and they want to inflict that pain on somebody else. Telling themselves, you're going to feel what I felt. Because this is just the ways of the world. You know, wickedness has its way of trying to convince you. Just like getting revenge on a person. Or isolating Yourself from a person. There's good isolation, and then there's bad isolation. Good iso- good isolation is I need to get myself together. Bad isolation is oh, they're outcast. When you outcast someone, you you place them in a the spirit of rejection. Automatically, they are hurt, and so then the spirit of rejection, which is a plan of the enemy, attaches itself to them, and then they go into a place of fear. And then when they go into a place of fear, they go and do things and sell their souls. This turns you into a spirit of prostitution. Prostitution is not only selling yourself for a dollar. It could be selling yourself for approval as well. And so the cycles, the cycles. Yes, sex is a good thing God intended for sex to be a good thing between man and woman you know to keep maintain a marriage a household that goes through things you know the sex was supposed to be the good part and it was supposed to be sacred but of course things are birthed every day we got different things going on and people get used to certain things but just don't let those things separate you from the love of God Don't let those things separate you from getting to understand what is my destiny? What is my purpose? What is it that God called me to do? Because we get lost in that pain. We get lost in that rejection. And then we walk away from humanity because we become selfish. We only will think about us, what we're trying to do, where we're trying to get to the path we need to take to get that. And some people with enough pain and enough circumstances, they don't care who they got to step on to get there. (sighs) Our children see these things. Our children are like sponges, just like we were like sponges. I didn't know at first (laughs) how to fight for me. But when I go and I fight for other people or if I fight for my children, I'll gain the strength just like Jesus. On the top of that mountain, in those last days in the garden of Gethsemane, when he knew Judas has already sold him out, he knew his time would come. He gave up his pure soul to fulfill the laws of the universe so that those who believe in him, can come back into salvation. They can come back into a resting place. They can come back into a place of fruitfulness in their imaginations, in their hearts, in their spirit to be happy, healed and free again. Being free is not about matters that you can take into your own hands. Being free is being in a place of which destiny has ordained for you to be in that place and being accepted of it, honoring it. Being free means you appreciate it, that place of destiny, the will that our creator intended for us. Anything else is putting on a mask, it's putting on a front, and it's only temporarily because God is concerned with the whole person, He's concerned with the soul. So I'm gonna leave it right there. But here at TTU, radio we are trying to help we are a testimonial platform where we go by what we witness we go by our own testimonies and we go by what the great lord has shown us only in hopes to save you from the evil hand of satan in the world listen thank you for listening we ask that you share this podcast we ask that you subscribe and comment. Give me feedback. Is there something that you want to know about that I can research, pray about, and come back to you with an understanding? Or is it something that you want to know about that I've been through that I can help you understand? We're here. And remember, we love you with the love of Jesus Christ, which is agape love, unconditional. Shalom. Hey, this is your girl, Jess and thank you for tuning in to TTU Radio Shorts. Our short versions of our episodes are just to inspire you to your day-to-day uh, obstacles, uh, disadvantages, um, disbeliefs, those things that you lack confidence in. We hope that our day-to-day TTU Radio Shorts empower you and give you that in that moment, that strength, that encouragement to continue to be great. Thank you.